Don't you do it. What? <laughs> I saw you look over at me instantly turn away. Because <laughs> you knew like, some dumb shit was about to happen. Yeah, that's why I But like not that. this time. We're keeping it civil. Hello. Welcome back to the Peace, Love, and Applesauce podcast. My name is Juan. My name is Abby. And we're going to talk some shit today. No, we're not. I know. <laughs> I just like saying that. I feel like that'll be another tag added. And we're yeah. going to talk some shit today. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. No, today we're we're going to talk about cartoons. <laughs> Our favorite cartoon at the what moment. A, what a 180 from last week. What did we talk about last week? Elf is wealth. Now we're oh, talking yeah. about cartoons. Well, it kind of... Pl- and No, it doesn't play into health whatsoever. It plays into previous parenting episodes. Mm-hmm. So we can touch on that. But this so, is probably one of the greatest shows of all time. Yes, agreed. Our household is obsessed with the kids' show, Bluey. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Bluey, please go ahead and go watch some episodes now. They're only nine minutes. We'll wait for you. We'll be here when you get back. Mm-hmm. Because if you understand what we're talking about, you'll be like, ah, I see it, or whatever the case may be, but get also, some bluey under your belt. Yeah, and I'll also make sure that um, I'll post some photos on yeah. our Instagram so you can like look at them if you need to to be like, who is this that they're talking about? It's gotten so deep to the point like we... I mean, essentially it's on not 24-7, but if the TV's on, it's bluey. Yeah. And if it's anything else, Jewel's not in the room. Yeah. Like, the only thing allowed on the TV is, well, no, she watches Pokemon and, like, you switch it up sometimes, but. More often than not, it is always bluey. Yeah. And this actually came from me taking technology away from her. So, no tablets, no screen time whatsoever. Although TV does count as screen time. Um, It's just not, like, right in their face. Doesn't give them tech neck. Yeah. That and also, um, we tried... Some old shows that we grew up with, mm-hmm. minus Pokemon, minus Pokemon. So Pokemon is fine. However, we tried the Powerpuff Girls, like the the early ninety or late nineties, early two thousands, whatever that time was of the Powerpuff Girls, and it just it made her a little violent. Yeah, and she would verbally like assault us, like <laughs> she would yell at us. And say shut up, yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm like, whoa! You didn't know that until you started watching this show. So yeah, yeah, we're done. She got real punch friendly. Yeah, she just started like fighting me. Yeah, and now sometimes she'll she takes it in a different context with Pokemon because like the other day she was like, let's have a battle, and then we we're like <laughs> going to bed, and I was like, oh, you want a dance battle? Like, is Jewel <laughs> calling me out already? And then I got up and I clarified and I was like, all right, Joel, what kind of battle? And she was like, all right, I'm going to use my karate. And then I was like, okay, it's not that kind. We're good. And then me and Jewel fought and then Jewel webbed me up with and, her spider web shooters. Yeah, and she always picks out um, the oranges off of the like fruit area. And she, oh, those yeah. are her pokeballs. Yep. Yeah. All day yesterday. <laughs> Like, Abby's, like, down for the count on the couch, and Jewel's just coming over throwing oranges at her. <laughs> I'm like, bro, go put those fucking oranges back. But she loves her Pikachu, her Eevee. Mm-hmm. She'll play with them. But it doesn't make her nearly as, like, 
susceptible to violence as it does with like how the Powerpuff Girls what did what else did we show her? Honestly, I can't remember. I the know Powerpuff when she was Girls. like a year or two old, I showed her like Hey Arnold or something. Yeah. And I think she just liked the colors of it, obviously. Yeah. But in terms of like in terms of like showing her shows that we grew up with, uh it was a nice thought. Yeah. It was a nice thought, but it's a different time for sure. And I don't know. Like, I remember watching the Powerpuff Girls because I was her age when I was watching the Powerpuff Girls. And yeah. I don't remember being violent. But again, it was a different time. Yeah. So I don't blame her for reacting that way. Yeah. Especially because she also had her own tablet and she had access to, like, not YouTube. I didn't give her access to that, but she had access to like Ryan. It was and, one of those Amazon tablets. Yes, and it had the age restrictions on it, but at the same time, I can't keep track of every single app that she was using, so I'm not entirely sure now looking back at it what she really was seeing. I mean, it's not in that sense of like she's getting into some crazy like no, adult she couldn't, stuff. She couldn't go on the web. Like I said, it had an age restriction on it. It was for three and under, I think, or four and under. So mm-hmm. it's not like she had access to the web. It's not like she had access to YouTube. She had access to like the YouTube videos specifically for Ryan's channel. And I know that they did like a little bit of fighting uh, on there. I, sometimes they varied into weird stuff too. Yeah. Like just creepy yeah, so I don't so, really yeah. know what caused the behavioral issue, but after I took away all screens, and I've never given them back, and I'm not going to. I know, you said the tablet was broken, and she was just like, oh, okay. And, like, a couple times she asked for it, but mm-hmm. you're like, no, it's still broken. Yeah. No, the night that I took it, because I took it after she fell asleep, she woke up at, like, 2 a.m. She was like, I heard her cry from her room. She was like, where's my tablet? And I was laying in bed and I was like, you have got to be shitting me. Like, you can sense it. That's how attached you are to this thing. I mean, she would sleep with it on her face sometimes or like literally up in her arm. Yeah. Or she'd roll over and hit it or it'd fall off onto the floor. I know. Not all those like, um, not all that like freaking radiation Uh thing. What is that called? EMF? electromagnetic frequency yeah yeah coming from the tablet yeah because i this is a little bit of a tangent but i actually did see a thing that was like you should unplug your wi-fi router at night Uh because it'll help you sleep better because of the emf um radiation Uh or whatever coming out of it it like disrupts sleep because of how big it is oh shit yeah i want to try it just to see if there's a difference Okay. But, anywho, that was a different tangent. Yeah, iPad kids again. Let's get back there. Yeah. They're a real thing, and, like, that's actually, like, it's not a, a joke. No. And when you get when you get into it, I'm not going to be on here, like, parent activist of the year. Like, nah. <laughs> iPad kids, when I look at it objectively, it's like, oh, yeah, that that's a problem. And, like, we, you showed me a video the other day of a parent calling out, like, iPad parents basically saying, yeah. like, that's not... <coughs> Excuse me. Dang. Saying that's not parenting. Like, what? What was the? You you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. She was basically saying that like, when you stick a tablet in front of your kids. Oh, I. It might have been the teacher video. 
So kids at school, especially in that like kindergarten to early elementary school phase or years, they're, they have tablets in the classroom, but when they're being denied access or they're asking to use a tablet and the teacher's like, no, they're having full-on meltdown tantrums because they uh, can't yeah, have a tablet. Yeah. And it's causing, like, I get, you know, you're the adult, you set the rules, blah, blah, blah. But when that kid is being sent home and they just get to have a tablet the entire time that they're home and they're not being told no because they're not disrupting their parents. Yeah. Th- then what, like, what are you learning? I mean, it's not helpful for the teachers either because it doesn't. But it's causing teachers like major distress because yeah. it's one teacher and a crap ton of kids in a classroom. And then all of these kids are like, where's my tablet? I want my tablet because they're addicted to this shit. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a distraction to put in front of your kid. Now, if you have healthy boundaries with it, like, you know, you can have it on the weekends or things like that. By all means, like whatever. But I would say that me and Juan were the parents that we were like, oh, this is, you're not doing anything disruptive when you have it. Yeah. here you go. Here's or, your tablet. Oh, just give her a tablet. She's acting up. Or yeah, that was that was the number one like. Or at the grocery threat store to take away. Well, if we were at the grocery store, she's like, "Let me watch her phone." Mm-hmm. Like she needed something in front of her face, or we'd be like, "Here, take our phone because we need to get this grocery shopping done quick." Like, uh-huh. and that's just honestly like we can look back at that and be like, "Oh yeah, that was shitty on our end." Yeah, but we can't beat ourselves up because it's what we see and it's what people do now. Like, I've also had friends who gave their daughter, who's in the same age range as Jewel, um, they had a tablet and they were like, nah, we took it from her cold turkey. And like, yeah, basically they were the ones that inspired us to do it. And they were like, she's fine. But she was starting to act up because of it. So like, nah, we no more tablet. No. And that's what I mean. I'm not looking back at it like, oh, you know, like. To, to actively shit on ourselves, but to look at it and be like, yeah, that wasn't a good that choice. That wasn't a good move, yeah. It was a bad choice. And, you know, now looking back at it, I can be like, hey, bud, like, I get that you wanted some peace, mm-hmm. but giving your child behavioral issues and, like, dysfunctional sleep and stuff like that, I don't think is worth it. Yeah. And that was the first thing that we noticed. She slept in so late that first day yeah we were like "Uh oh let's see if she'll wake up screaming for it because like we said before she'll bang on the door scream at the bottom saying like mom dad tablet yeah (laughs) so nah she stayed in till like what almost nine o'clock it was like 9 30 and jewel's a frequent like 6 a.m yeah person she rises with the sun (laughs) yeah she rises with the sun and we were both, it was a weekend and we were both sitting, like drinking coffee nervously because we were like, uh. And then we're like, oh, wait, she's still sleeping? Yeah. Like, we even checked on her. We're like, all right, let, like, let's let her sleep. She's yeah. finally sleeping good. Yeah. And now when I let her have TV after that, so we have TV. Um, I don't do it all day, every day. Um, because I feel like that's just passing off the tablet to the TV. She also doesn't have one in her room. Yeah. And I remember growing up with a TV in my room, but 
once I met you, you were like, nah, don't do that. Yeah. I was like, ooh, this is actually, like, kind of better. Mm-hmm. So, like, at least for me, I don't think there's going to be a TV in, like, every room. Yeah. So, in my house growing up, my parents had a TV in their room for a short amount of time. And my brother, on and off, had a TV in his room um, for a few years until he got into, like, middle school. And then he got, like... My parents upgraded to, like, a big-ass flat-screen TV. Mm-hmm. And whatever was in the living room, the the previous, like, kind of like what we have, it's, like, one of those smaller, thin TVs. A flat-screen? Yeah. Is, are they all flat-screen? Most of them. Plasma, <laughs> flat-screen, whatever. Yeah, so it was, like, a smaller one that you could fit on top of a dresser, and he ended up getting that, and he had a uh, TV in his room, middle school and high school. I never adjusted to one. It was never something that I was like, yeah, I can sleep with the TV on. Um, Because there are even certain, like, if Juan's on, like, TikTok or Instagram or something like that, Mm -hmm. if anybody even, like, slightly, like, raises their voice or is, like, laughing too much, it... I don't know, like... You get sent to fight or flight. You and I have discussed this before. Yeah, and I don't know why that is, Mm -hmm. but I cannot sleep in a house where I can hear a TV in another room. It drives me absolutely crazy, so I could never have one in mind. Well, I vividly remember, like, sleeping and then waking up at 3 a.m. to the TV blaring, and everyone makes the George Lopez meme because you wake up to that, like, intro music. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's happened. Or yeah. waking up to a random anime on Cartoon Network or Adult Swim, and then I end up staying up watching it because I'm like, this is sick. It's 2 a.m., like... Because, you know, the only way to tell time was to go to the channel that told you every, ep- every like, uh, show that was about to come on. Yeah. Like, I was sitting there watching. I'm like, oh, what time is it? 2 a.m.? Okay. Yeah. Let's watch some Inuyasha. Let's watch uh, Dragon Ball, whatever else came on. And, like, that definitely messed up my sleep. Like, I've never really been, like, a heavy sleeper. I've never been able to... Like, it's rare for me to sleep soundly through the night. Mm-hmm. And even now, without a TV, like, when when we first changed that, it, it helped. But now I'm just, I just have terrible sleep patterns. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're wrapping it back around to Bluey, so. Yeah, so my point with all of that Sorry, was. Sorry, I, like, I was drifting. No, I had to okay. cut myself off. <laughs> that's okay. Um, Yeah, TV for me in the room is just a no-go. So I never wanted Jewel to have that, but. We kind of, I guess, skipped over that with, like, the tablet and everything. So... Oh, that's what I wanted to say. It's a completely different time, like you said, mm -hmm. because we... Everyone had cable. Or, like, I had the box TV that had the VCR built into it, so we would watch, like, our Dragon Ball Z movies in there, whereas now, like, no one really has cable. Everyone has a streaming thing. So, like, Mm -hmm. if you're not someone playing video games actively in your room, like how I used to there's no other reason to really have a TV. Yeah. Like, I would actually get one of those small, like, projectors yeah. that you can, like, connect your phone to or something. That would be cooler because I, I don't see the point in TVs Yeah. all like that anymore. Yeah, so with Jewel, I after the, I took the tablet away, um, we went about a week with, like, nothing, and I just included her in the stuff I should have been including her yep. with at the beginning, like, cooking and cleaning and she genuinely enjoys that stuff like just because she's three doesn't mean that 
she doesn't enjoy helping and figure figuring things out because she will learn about those things as she gets older Mm -hmm. because I'll get annoyed if I'm like, Hey bud, take your empty juice box container to the trash. And then she's like, no, well, that's my own damn fault. Yep. So when I did reintroduce TV, I wanted to be really strict about what she could and couldn't watch as annoying as that is. Yeah. Um, not because I want to censor her or whatever the fuck. Um, but I want to make sure that whatever she's watching, if, you know, if it's a kid show, they make kid shows now that, like, have, like, valuable teaching points or there's, like, a purpose to there being a show. It's not just a cartoon for your kid to sit in front of like it was yeah. for us. It was all action. Yeah. So there's... um. On Amazon Prime TV? Amazon TV? What is that called? I think it's just Prime. Oh, okay. Prime TV. Prime TV. Uh, They have like, you remember the book To Give a Mouse a Cookie? Mm -hmm. They made that into a show. Mm, It's a very wholesome show. I do remember seeing her watch that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very wholesome show. I was okay with that. Um, There was a few. Oh, whatever PBS has, most of those shows are really great. So like Elmo... Um, Alma, I think her name is Clifford, Clifford. All of those are fine with me. Um, but I saw Bluey and I had heard so much about Bluey. So I that's literally, on Disney plus, right? Yeah. Okay. That one's on Disney plus. So I just found it one day and I was like, Hey Jewel, we're going to watch this. And we sat down and we watched Bluey and the f- literally the first episode I was completely hooked. And so was she. And that's the magic xylophone one. That's the first episode? That's the first episode. See, like, with how much we've watched it, there's, what, three seasons? Yeah. So the episodes are only about nine, ten minutes at most. And that includes the intro and the outro. Yeah. And they pack an entire lesson into almost every episode some way, shape, or form. And Abby was like, like, I always come in from work and it's on a random episode and I'll get sucked in. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, we we love the short form content now and that's what... We we keep wanting to see, so mm-hmm. every 10 minutes, it's something new. Mm-hmm. And Abby's like, oh, you got to watch this episode. Or I remember you texting me about it, like, I love this show. You need to watch this. Or mm-hmm. I found this episode. and Actually, speaking of the um, the tablet thing, they did an episode about that. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, I have, because they go on the road trip, and they call it, like, their computer games. No, different one. That's, oh. that's a different one. Um, Bingo, who is... The youngest daughter in the main family, so Bluey's younger sister. Let's let's go through the main cat because here we're about to start diving. Like, yeah, we're gonna get into crazy analysis. <laughs> like when we tell you we're obsessed, we are obsessed. Yeah. So it's a mom, a dad, and two daughters. Mm-hmm. Dad's name is Bandit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mom's name is Chili. Bluey is Bluey. Yeah, that's the oldest daughter, and Bingo's the youngest. And if you don't know, he. Uh, however long you are into this um it's a show about australian cattle dogs or healers and it's from it's an australian based cartoon so Mm -hmm. what did you tell me that all the dog breeds in there are like from no no no. they do all dog breeds. oh they do all dog breeds Mm -hmm. i thought it was just all australian no they just all live in australia oh (laughs) that's pretty sick yeah so they have like pomeranians or like 
uh, German shepherds and stuff, but yeah. they're just Australian. Gotcha. Okay. It's really funny. So the main characters are dogs, and another selling point was because they were uh, healers and the mom's a red healer, dad's a blue healer with uh, Bluey being a blue healer, Bingo mm-hmm. being red healer, like we had a red healer at one point and i was like no way there's a show about this like and it blew my mind first episode so before we get into the ones that have other characters have other characters like i'm so invested bro it's ridiculous yeah we love this show i identify as muffin once we get to muffin (laughs) if you don't know muffin you gotta go get some muffin in your life oh my god um yeah so out of the main family um Bingo is the youngest. She is the little red healer. And she goes to kindergarten, which they call Kindy, and I think it's that's so cute. And there's this episode where she gets to take this little hand puppet home. <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember Flat Stanley? Did you do yes, that? Okay, yes. this is their Flat Stanley. Oh, okay. So it, it's called Bob Bilby because Bilbies are like the like a national animal in Uh australia it's like a type of bunny kangaroo thing okay and so they take this hand puppet home and they take pictures of like how they spend time with it or whatever some of the kids take the the little puppet on vacation or whatever so the whole episode um the mom and dad um chili and bandit are taking turns taking pictures of bluey and bingo with the hand puppet so that they have pictures to put in the book. Uh-huh. And then Bingo will go back to school and showcase all of her p- photos in front of her classmates of what she did with um, Bob. However, the whole episode, they're attached to the tablets. So you get to the point of the episode where Chili calls in the kids and she goes, okay, it's time to put the photo book together. No, wrong. You didn't do it in an Australian accent. Oh, I'm not I'm doing kidding. it. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, so she calls the kids in and she's like, all right, it's time to put the photo book together. And they're looking at all of the photos and it's just Bingo holding the puppet mm-hmm. and Bingo and Bluey being on their tablets playing their computer games. Mm-hmm. And Bingo gets so upset that she didn't do anything fun because she can see the rest of the book and what other people have done with the puppet that she starts crying and she's upset because she's like, I haven't done a thing with this. Yeah. With my little friend. So after how old are they again? I know I asked you this earlier. Uh, Bluey's six bingo's four. Okay. So like I said, she's in kindergarten. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) so, uh, after that, they're all, all the whole family is standing outside and bandit the dad he's like okay what's the best move what do we need to do next so he pulls out his camera from the 80s <laughs> because he's, he talks about him being from the 80s a lot and his camera is one of those ones that you take a picture of and the polaroid comes out uh-huh. so that um they're not using phones or tablets so bluey takes all the phones, all the tablets, puts them away. Bandit gets the Polaroid camera and then they go like on a bike ride and they go do all of this stuff and they spend genuine time together. So when Bingo goes back to school, she has something to show for that. And I watched that episode and I was like, 
that would hurt me so much as a parent because I saw like, you know, the parents had hurt them as well in the show that like they wanted to let their kids see the consequences of their own actions by constantly asking for the tablets and everything Mm -hmm. and then instilling a change in that. Yeah. Now, Jewel's not old enough to learn that lesson. Yeah. So it just... It was like a full circle moment when I finally did get to that episode because that's like, I think, second season. It's funny because as much as it's on every day Mm -hmm. and it's only like 10-minute episodes, I haven't seen every single one yet. I know. Like, we started season one, but we bounce through them so quick that I see the same episodes at the same time (laughs) every day. So, like, I have my set of favorite episodes, favorite moments, but there's mm-hmm. new ones that I catch, and I'm like, have I seen this one yet? Have you seen the one that I just talked about? No. Okay, we'll have to watch it. But, yeah, it was just, it was a nice thing to see um, them talk about, like, the consequences of tablets and stuff yeah. in, like, a healthy way. It didn't shame anybody. It was like, hey, bingo, you're, you've been attached to this tablet, so now you have nothing to show for with... Um, your Bob Bilby mm-hmm. and she was like oh let's do something else and they all as a family team effort made a change and they mm-hmm. all gave up their technology yeah. and that was like that's really sweet because yeah. even I've noticed that since taking away like Jules tablet and stuff like I definitely definitely am not on my phone as much oh yeah for sure and like we are like oh hey come help do dinner you want to help me do the laundry like things like that like yeah. we have more like meaningful quality time together even in just like everyday tasks so it was nice to see that from a standpoint of a kid's show well absolutely because jewel's also like interested in doing these things but when we shove a tablet in her face it kind of just pacifies her because we're trying to get something done without like you said her distracting us (laughs) or her disrupting us because it's like we got x y and z chores to do And you can't fully, like, especially when she was at least two, because that's when we introduced it, like, that year that she had it until you took it away, um, she was able to just sit, like, she wasn't really getting into stuff as much, and it would be like, oh, hey, Jewel, try this with me, and she wouldn't be interested, but now she's like, let me cook, let me pull my chair over, or do this with me, and... I think it was intentionally made like that. I don't know if I heard it from you or somewhere else, but like the show is also for parents as much as it is for kids. Mm -hmm. And like, I can say I've definitely learned a lot of valuable lessons from the show, but I've also taken away like a lot of good ideas. Like Mm -hmm. the way that I feel more creative. Absolutely. Like that was it. Like the creativity is on point because even though it's a cartoon and it has its cartoonish and silly aspects of it, of the parents playing along with the kids' game, like w- with the magic xylophone, like the uh, Bluey and Bingo hit it, and it, whenever they hit the magic xylophone, it freezes their dad, mm-hmm. and he like actually can't move, and like the the dad is all with the nonsense, mm-hmm. so is the mom, and like they all four of them get into it together, and I'm like, oh, if you just let them play and pretend with them like what's the harm in that but also seeing how like they interact with other characters so this is where i'm gonna jump into muffin because 
what is it, Christmas Christmas Swim? Yeah. Um, Muffin <laughs> is pretending like she's... Muffin is Bluey and Bingo's cousin. Okay, yes. Don't forget that. So, uh, Bandit has two brothers. Mm-hmm. Younger and older. So Bandit's yes. the middle child. Yes. So I can easily identify with Bandit as the middle child. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Muffin is around the same age? Muffin's three. Muffin is three. And Jewel so, is three. <laughs> and Jewel's three. So Jewel, it, like we discussed this today. I was laying down after I got home from work and me and Abby were on the couch. Jewel was napping on the couch and I was, she was like, is Jewel or Muffin? I was like, I think that's why I like Muffin so much. <laughs> like, Muffin is my favorite character. Muffin is a shit. I can't explain it to you, but she's so goddamn cute. Uh-huh. And like, I love it. So anyway, they're playing in the pool and Chili is playing with Muffin. And Muffin's pretending to like be rushed out the house. And then <laughs> uh, she's like, oh, my purse, my shoes. I need to rush to get this on. And then Chili's like, the fairy's leaving. And then Bluey's like, but your lipstick. And then Muffin screams and is like, ah, pretends to put some on, runs, jumps on, and plays. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's pretty dope seeing the entire family interact. But they also do that with the kids. So far to the point where Abby found one episode, she was like, I need you to watch this when you get home. Rug Island. Oh, oh, my God. Rug Island. <laughs> so... <laughs> There's two specific episodes. Mm-hmm. There's an episode. As a parent. Yeah, as a parent. But even if you're not a parent, look at it, I guess, maybe from the standpoint of like the your child. mom and your dad yeah. type of thing. Um, the The Rug Island episode is like the, for dad, the dad is the dad based episode. And then um, I'll have to look up the name of the mom episode real quick. Because they're ahead. back to back, right? Yes. So Abby and I constantly address like my relationship with Jewel, how I treat her and like how we treat each other in front of her and how like Abby treats Jewel. So we're super aware of that. And um, in Rug Island, I think the dad was getting ready to go to work. Mm -hmm. So she gave me no premise of it. She didn't say anything. She was like, here, just sit down and watch this. So I watched it. Dad's getting ready to go to work. Bluey and Bingo are eating breakfast, and they're like, hey, can you play? And then he was like, no, I got to get ready and go to work, or I'm mm-hmm. about to leave. So and then, they're, like, begging him to yeah, play. And I'm like, oh, I know that feeling. Like, it sucks. And Bandit's, like, expressing the same distraught feeling of, like, I, I want to play with you, and I know you want me to play, but I can't. Chili's helping him get out the door. And then they uh, they go outside and start playing, And then the dad just automatically jumps into the pretend. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, the whole time it happened, I'm thinking that the dad, like, skipped work. Like, he didn't go to work because he pretended to wash up on Rug Island. (laughs) He's just face down on the ground. Yeah, and they're like, oh, what is that? And, like, Bluey runs over. She's like, I don't know, but I'm going to eat it. Starts biting him and, like, Mm -hmm. acts all feral. So, like... They they go full tilt into just the complete nonsense of it. And the dad plays along and then they have this whole setup of like rugs and what is it? The it's markers, felt markers. Felt markers. And um they go through this whole like 
survival living. Yeah, and like trying to live together because it's like a gro- bandits a grown up on Rug Island, and Rug Island isn't for grown ups, mm-hmm. and like they end up working together. And um, I didn't realize it until Chili comes out towards the end of the episode, and they're like, "All right, you can go on your way now, basically, or whatever." They give him a parting gift. Because Chili calls, like, for him to get ready and go to work. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that was all just in the morning? Like, Mm -hmm. what the heck? And after this long journey of a 10-minute episode and a morning pretend play, um, he opened up the gift and it was, like, wrapped up in a little leaf. And he gets on his – Bingo hands him a gift. Uh And he gets on his little surfboard thing. They're sad that he has to leave. And he – Pulls himself on the surfboard over to across the yard to where Chili is because she's his like rescue. Yeah, and he has the the gift in his hand, Mm -hmm. and he opens it in front of Chili. And she was like, "What was it?" And he was like, "He just looks up, and the light's shining, and then it pans back to the kids playing by themselves, and he just says everything." And, like, with the biggest smile on his face, cuts to the outro. I know my man went to work and probably had a crazy day after that. (laughs) But when I tell you, I broke down. And this was after watching the mom episode first. So Mm -hmm. Abby primed me for the emotional distress with the sleep. It's called sleepy time. Sleepy time. Boy, it not a single word is said the entire episode, but it's pulling at your heart the entire time. It is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And then she showed me the dad episode after, and I uncontrollably cried to where it turned into some laughter at some point. And then mm-hmm. we were both confused as to what we were feeling because we were both crying mm-hmm. and sobbing about like our relationship. And like, we were like, I looked at her and I was like, this show's incredible. This is my favorite show of all time. Like, mm-hmm. I can't explain it. You just need to watch the episode. So, Talk about yours before I cry again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Juan really, like, the episode really hit him hard. But for me, um, the the mom episode is the previous one. It's called Sleepy Time. And it uh, the very beginning of the episode is um, Bandit puts <laughs> Bingo or Bluey to bed. And Chili is putting Bingo to bed. And she's reading her a story. And then they finish the book. And Bingo reaches under her pillow and pulls out another book. She goes, one more. And I was like, oh, I know exactly that feeling. Yep. And it's this book about outer space. So they read the book together and Chili says goodnight. And as she's about to like walk out the door, Bingo looks at Chili and she was like, I want to do a big girl sleep tonight. Like I want to sleep in my own bed. And again, mind you, Bingo's four. Bluey is six. Um, I'm sure that they, you know, you go on to see that they have a wild sleep Mm -hmm. type of deal going on. So everybody's in their own beds and that's when chaos ensues when Bluey gets up and she asks Chili for water. And then everybody just starts rearranging rooms, bingo sleepwalking, going back and forth, all of this stuff. Um, Bluey and Bandit end up sleeping together most of the night and she just like keeps kicking him in her sleep and everything. It's really funny. But because they read that space book um, before she went to sleep, 
Bingo's entire dream, which is what the episode is about, is her kind of floating through space. Mm -hmm. And she breaks out of her little cocoon in her dream, which is Earth. And she's flying around. She has her little stuffed animal floppy with her. And she's kind of bouncing from like planet to planet and floating around and all of this stuff. And at the very end of the episode, it's very sweet, though. It's, it's funny. But at the very end of the episode, uh, Bingo finally sleepwalks back to her bed. And in her dream, she's on this cold little planet. Isolated all by herself. She said goodbye to her, uh, her, bunny, floppy. her bunny floppy. And she was like, uh, you hear her whimpering and like. She starts crying. And then in real time. She's back in her bed, but she's crying. She doesn't have her stuffed animal. And Chili so happens to be in uh, Bluey's bed. Bluey and Bingo share a bedroom. So she's in the bed right across the room from her, and her eyes shoot open right away. Mm -hmm. And that, I was like, oh, my gosh. You're like, I felt that. Yeah. I'm triggered. And then you go back to Bingo's dream, and she gets shot from this cold little planet towards the sun. And it's just whatever gravitational pull just kind of grips onto Bingo and pulls her towards the sun. And then it cuts back to real time and it's chilly laying in bed mm-hmm. with uh, Bingo. So the metaphor of it, like <laughs> watching it happen in the dream, but seeing the correlation in mm-hmm. real time with like what, chili was doing oh yeah i can't uh i can't deal so then bingo again back in her dream is sitting on a little eye or is on a little planet and she's right in front of the sun and there she's like happy she's comfortable she's warm again and she looks back and she sees her little broken earth orb and she was like i have to go back now and the sun starts talking in Chili's voice, which is the part that messes me up the most. And she basically, um, Chili as the sun was basically just like, I'm he- like, I'm here if you need me. Mm-hmm. And Bingo goes back to her little planet. Chili picks up in real time, picks up Floppy off the floor and gives her back to Bingo in her sleep. So in her dream, Floppy encloses bingo back in to earth Mm -hmm. and the episode ends but being that sense of like comfort for your child and seeing it portrayed from a child's perspective in both their dream and like Mm -hmm. real life yeah was wild to experience absolutely we watched it actually earlier before we recorded this and i'm sitting there and i'm like she's like oh my god i can't wait to talk about this and i'm literally sobbing like silently just tears running down my face because it gets me every single time it's so emotional for no reason and and it's crazy because like that's just two episodes of the main four whereas like there's an entire family so there's the healer family with of course, um, Bandit's two brothers, and then mm-hmm. Grandma Healer, mm-hmm. and then uh, Chili's dad, and mm-hmm. like everyone plays a crucial role in teaching Bluey or Bingo a lesson. 
And then there's even episodes specifically like this is where I see it's more portrayed just for the kids because it'll be episodes of the only the kids playing together. Mm -hmm. They're playing doctor. They're playing um, burger shop. They're (laughs) playing like Jewel now plays burger shop with me all the time. And like she'll come up to me and or uh, what did we play the one day? The, The claw machine. Yeah. Or chicken earlier. Yeah, she'll just turn us into chicken. (laughs) But then there's an episode of um, a party that's dedicated to bingo, but bingo wants nothing to do with it. She -hmm. just wants to work on handstands. And no one's watching her do her handstands even when she gets it. Neither her mom, her dad, none of her friends. Her aunts, her uncles. But then the grandma's also lost walking around looking for something to do. Mm -hmm. And then... They don't meet up until the end of the episode because grandma's like, oh, do you need help with this? But all the brothers are like, no, sit down and relax. Like, we got it. Mm -hmm. Then she's going to the kids. Do you need help or can I play? Mm -hmm. They're like, no, uh, grandma healer. Like, thank you. It's okay. Go sit down and relax. And then she, when she finally goes to sit down and relax, she's like, oh. I guess I'll go sit now. Like, yeah, she she, she feels defeated. She at the same- says that she's she's like I'm not very good at relaxing. Yeah, and that's when she runs into Bingo. And Bingo is trying so hard to land these hands, st- like stick them, and um, she just wants somebody to watch. Mm-hmm. And by the time they finally meet, like they get a cake ready. Everyone's like, all right, time to sing happy birthday to Bingo. Mm -hmm. And then it's just grandma and Bingo inside the house, chilly at the end of the episode. Like, has anyone seen Bingo? Like, Mm -hmm. where are you? Blah, blah. But you know, that's an interesting perspective because like when you're the one trying to do something for your kid, you're trying to make sure everything's perfect. Yeah. Like I could totally envision myself as like not watching Jewel at her own birthday party. Time out. We actually talked about this with the baby shower. And that picture. Oh my gosh, yes. So for our baby shower, of course, it's just me, Abby, and Jewel. Like, first people there setting up. Then my brother comes. And like, ah, yes, this is how it ties into the show perfectly. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) We're trying to set up for something. And like, of course, Jewel's still confused about the whole baby idea. And like, Theo's not here yet. So... She's just surrounded by all of her favorite people. She has the old man. She has my mom, your mom, all of her great-grandparents, her regular, her one great-grandma. Great-grandma. Her Her great-aunts and uncles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cousins. So, like, everybody's there, and everybody loves Jewel. And with Jewel being the youngest, of course, she gets all the attention. But since the baby shower is supposed to be the attention for you and him and us trying to, like, you know, make games, have fun with it or whatever. I took an old camera and Abby uh, and I were setting up and Jewel wanted to play with it. And I'm like, oh, fine, be careful. But like, here's how you take pictures, hold it this way. And Abby and I were so busy, we didn't get a picture together. But Jewel took a picture of us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's mid us like trying to do something. So like your back's kind of to the camera. I'm only leaning in. It's not an endearing looking picture. Mm -mm. But afterwards you were like, I had mentioned something. I'm like, it's crazy because that's what we look like to Jewel. Mm -hmm. Like, it was even pointed up because she was sitting on the floor at that point. Mm -hmm. So, like, we're standing above her. And I'm like, that's what Jewel sees every day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm proud of the parents she's looking up at. Like, we're not doing too bad. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I didn't think about it like that. And, like, seeing the way that she's able to interact 
in a similar manner with her extended family members, the same way we see in the show. Like, it's very relatable, and it makes it seem like, okay, like, we we have our village, or we see the village on TV that Bluey and Bingo are a part of, because everybody in the show, even the neighbors, are all so close-knit and connected and have some sort of influence in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. And then translating that, like, of course, we watch it in 10-minute bits, but we're like, oh, we can relate that to something. Everything is so specifically done and so well-placed in each and every episode that, like, every moment holds a purpose. Yeah, like, they the pur- one? They purposely, like, capture, like, like, the birthday party so perfectly because it's, like, you're so focused on this party and making sure that everybody's fed and it's perfect and everything that, like, you're not able to give your child that attention because you even would Even though ass- it's for them. Yeah, even though it's for them. So you would assume, oh, they'll be with their friends or they'll be with this. But it's it's exactly like that. Like, it's yeah. literally exactly like that. And then there's another episode that's, like, vicariously about the side characters, but it builds so much story and gives relatable scenarios. So, like, it's called Facey Talk. Mm-hmm. So, Bluey and Bingo want to FaceTime their cousin Muffin. But Muffin, who else is? Who's Muffin's younger sister is Socks. And she can talk by then? Uh, a little bit, yeah. She's, like, one. So, the dope thing about it is, is, like, since they're dogs, until they can talk, they bark. <laughs> so, Socks was barking the whole first time I saw her. But then, by the end of the episode, she said her first word, and everybody was like, hooray! So, I was like, <laughs> no way! That's, like, yeah. it's so well done. And it's also funny because um, when they're babies or puppies i guess they walk on all fours until they learn how to walk on it's crazy it's crazy how it works (laughs) so anyway they're trying to do their facetime and like muffins being super greedy they fight the whole day and stripe is trying to like step in as a dad and like you know put some enforcement down make the rules Mm -hmm. but then trixie which is muffin's Muffin's mom and dad so stripe is the dad uh trixie's the mom Mm -hmm. and Stripe is Bandit's brother. Yes. This is crazy. This is why you just got to watch it. You'll be able to mm-hmm. catch up, I promise. Mm-hmm. So um, while they're fighting to get control over the scenario because Muffin's being greedy and won't share, um, you hear them talk in the background and they end up having a serious like parent conversation like, hey, I want to make – not I want to make rules sometimes too. Or he's like, I feel like you make all the rules and I don't get – any say in anything or something like that. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, you know what? Like, and they're basically fighting the whole episode against each other. So it's like 1v1v1. But by the end, it turns into like both of the parents working together against Muffin. Mm-hmm. And then after all this fighting, they end up dropping, Muffin ends up dropping the phone in the pool. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as much as you want to see the payoff or think it's going to get like fully resolved. It's real life things happening like Mm -hmm. your kids taking your phone because they want to talk to a family member, but they're not listening. And then you're trying to get control of the scenario with your significant other, but you're butting heads at the same time that your kid's not listening to you. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you finally work together, your phone gets thrown in the pool. (laughs) Like tell me that's not the perfect daily scenario in Mm -hmm. 10 minutes. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because even back at the Rug Island episode, when you realize that um, 
he didn't just skip work. He literally didn't even yeah, leave Yeah, he didn't go to work yet. Because there's this one scene in the episode that it pans, like, the sun over their little made-up rug island. And from... The context of it, you could think like, oh, maybe that's the sun setting. It's really the sun rising. Yeah. And it goes to show how fast time goes when you have kids. Yeah. And how quickly you can miss a moment because they play from one thing to the other in a matter of minutes. So that whole Rug Island episode seems like it was hours long but for them it was probably only 10 15 maybe 20 minutes and bandit still had to go to work after yeah and like it it definitely makes you appreciate especially from the parent aspect like if you can apply it to yourself it makes you appreciate your relationship and it makes you want to take more care of it because it's like oh i didn't think of it that way or um that's a certain approach to a scenario that we've dealt with that we haven't gone. Like mm-hmm. we haven't tried this approach yet or, hey, let's – I like this episode or this part was funny. Let's talk about it. Like mm-hmm. again, not everybody is like that you know, plain and upfront about it. So mm-hmm. just watch for yourself and experience the magic of what Bluey is. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely changed our perspective on – um, how we interact with Jewel for for sure. For sure. I would say the only drawback that I've experienced from uh, watching Bluey is that because it's a cartoon, the parents will play with the kids at the drop of the hat. Yeah. And Jewel the- does expect that. She did expect that. She's now getting used to the fact that we can't always play. Mm-hmm. But e- they even address that in the show as well because there's this like one episode where um, – have you seen the episode where they – Bluey teaches bingo quote-unquote magic? No. Is that the one with the magic wand? No. No, no, no. Or it's the fairy magic. thing? No. Magic. So I'll have to show it to you. But basically the episode starts out with Chili like mopping the floor and she finishes and then she lays on the couch and she takes a breath and she was like, oh my God, I'm done. And Bingo, as soon as she lays down, comes up to her and she's like, will you play with me? And Chili was like, actually, no, I won't play with you right now. I'm tired. I just did all this cleaning. And then that's the rest of the episode kind of ensues around that. Um, but instead of trying to like beat around the bush with Jewel and be like, oh, I blah, blah, blah. I, if I don't want to play with her, I just tell her no. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay. But I tell her what I'm going to do instead. Yeah. Hey, I can't play with you right now. I'm going to do the dishes. Mm -hmm. Hey, I can't play with you right now. I'm going to do this. When I'm done with the dishes, I'll play with you. Or when I'm done doing this, I'll play with you. And yeah. she's way more receptive to that. Yeah, she would do the same thing to me as soon as I stepped in the door. She's like, Dad, you play with me? I'm like, I got to go shower first. I'm covered in paint. So now I'll come in the door. And she's like, hey, are you covered in paint? You take a shower and then play with me? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I got you, bud. Let me go shower quick. And she's like, okay. Yeah. So. And. even even like as there's even an episode that like from a parent's perspective um you'll understand but uh the episode is based around chili needing 20 minutes Mm -hmm. because she's been alone with the kids for a really long time and 
you can see the distress under her eyes. Like they draw mm-hmm. it on and everything. And she looks, Bandit comes home. And she looks at Bandit and she's like, I need 20 minutes where nobody talks to me. And he's like, oh, okay, got it. And mm-hmm. she goes and sits in the room. So now I find that like when I need that, I will look at Jewel and she'll be in here cranking. Not like cranking, like she's being cranking a crank. Soldier boy. Yeah, she's being like a cranky butt. I'll put on my jacket, even though it's winter. It is the dead of freaking winter. I'll put on my jacket and I'll be like, Jewel, I need to go outside and take some deep breaths. And she goes, okay. And I go. And she doesn't bother me. She just lets me have five minutes. And their open communication in the show with their kids about certain things has encouraged me to do the same with her. Yeah. And Jewel is also seeing like open, healthy communication between the parents as well Mm -hmm. and the siblings. So like it, like I said, it works on every relationship so their episodes focused on just bluey and bingo working together like mount mom and dad mm-hmm. when they're climbing up, up them and like bingo's taking control too much or uh bluey's not listening to bingo's ideas and mm-hmm. then there's the mom and dad working together while they're playing pretend like the bus driver episode where like mm-hmm. the dad's pretending to be a bus driver but the mom's like secretly in love with the bus driver and the the daughters are playing grannies and they're doing everything they can to try and help set them up together and like some sausages yeah jewel says that all the time i know she she pretends to be an old lady like bites her lips and everything so i pretend to be an old person with her Mm -hmm. we play on the like we're getting on the bus and yeah, it, she, it gives you a lot of good ideas to play mm-hmm. with your kids, too. But. Yeah, and we look at toys differently now. Like, the toys that we have for her, we're like, okay, what's the purpose of this? Can she use this for other things? Because, yeah. totally random, but we have some, we have like two hula hoops, and she started using one of the hula hoops as a steering wheel because she's not very good at hula hooping right now. It's also broken. Yeah, it is broken. (laughs) But she uses it as a steering wheel and will pretend to do like the bus driver thing or she'll pretend to drive a fire truck or something like that. So that's made me look at like her toys and I'm like, you know, back full circle to the tablet thing. The tablet is just like a distraction and you just like play games on it. Yeah, we're still buying her toys thinking she's going to play with them while shoving a tablet in her face. But then on top of that, like the, the toys that they make for kids now that are like they flash or they're plasticky or they like they serve one singular purpose it made me look at her toys and be like oh how could you be creative with this there's no purpose other than exactly what it does yeah you know what i mean yeah so like there's no creativity behind it yeah so when we're talking about we were talking about oh what are we gonna get her for christmas or whatever earlier um I was like, oh, yeah, let's let's look at these things or that thing. And, like, they're really simple, not flashy toys, but she can be creative with them in endless amounts of ways. Mm-hmm. And I would rather give her the tools to be creative than give her something flashy at this point. Yeah. That's not to say that, like, my opinion is the end-all, be-all. But that's what... We're just trying something new. Yeah. We just want to try something new. And I, I have definitely seen how that works. Um, I For some people, I, I think it's called like the Montessori way method mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, 
I don't, I don't want to say I'm going to go that far, but just anything to like kind of enable her to be more creative and figure out how to be creative on her own without me trying to like enforce her, I, I think is healthy for her. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I see that a lot in that, in this show is that they use like random things for toys and for me in real life the the hula hoop as the steering wheel i was like wow jewel that is so creative Mm -hmm. i'm so glad that you thought of that and i'm glad that like we're fostering that now or she'll see me do something completely crazy and then look at me like i see her eyes light up (laughs) and they get bigger when she sees me like unlock a new way to play with a toy Mm -hmm. because i think i I did the uh, steering wheel thing with something else before she figured out the hula hoop. But then she picked up the hula hoop and was like, oh, I can use this. Yeah. And like, it's cool to see that discovery or like how we were getting the Christmas decorations out and Jewel found our stockings. And yeah. I looked, I saw her. I saw every bit of my own inner child in this little girl's face. When she looked at those stockings, both of them were on the floor, and I could tell everything in her brain was like, hey, these look like socks. These are really big socks. I want to put them on my feet right now. Like, she had a grin on her face. Her eyes had the thousand-mile stare because her brain was thinking of how she could get them on her feet Mm -hmm. because she looks at us when she's doing something bad or thinks she isn't supposed to Mm -hmm. or, like, if if she knows that she's been corrected for something like that before, she'll look and kind of smile, like, be bashful about it. Like, I'm not going to do it, but I'm going to do it. (laughs) So I looked at her, and I was like, go ahead, put them on. And she was like, sat on the floor, put them on her legs and just started trotting around like Mm -hmm. the happiest little camper. So like how I was saying in the show, seeing the parents just, again, foster that creativity, not shoot it down. Like I could easily come home and be like, I'm tired. Like I had a long day at work or I I don't want to play right now. But like Jewel's funny. Yeah. Like, Jewel makes me laugh really hard. Yeah. And we just look at each other and laugh. She puts her head back and laughs with her neck. Listen, if Jewel thinks it's really funny, her neck gets locked up and she just, like, cackles. Uh Uh-huh. And it's so contagious because she got my laugh. And I love it. So, final thoughts. If you haven't watched Bluey yet, I need you to. Yeah. We might be back for some, like, in-depth episode analysis. Yeah. Eventually. I hope it keeps going. I was going to say, we didn't get to talk about um, the Imaginary Friend episode with Tina. I don't think I've seen that. Okay. Well, well then, then we'll watch it. We'll get there. Yeah. But there are so many valuable lessons from the, the parent standpoint, but also the way that it fosters creativity has also been very healing for my own inner child as well. I can agree. Because I can sit down and watch this show without Jewel. Like, she's up for a nap. Yeah. And like I'm you just sitting didn't there, turn it off. Yeah, I'm sitting there and I'm like, ooh, what episodes do I want to watch? Or I'll go through and see, like, oh, what episodes haven't I gotten to see, to see the full thing of? And I'll put those episodes on. And they bring me genuine joy, not because they bring Jewel joy but because they're healing for me as well maybe that's what we should do Mm -hmm. we do like youtube bluey episode reviews yeah like first reactions to episodes we start with rug island and sleepy time and just sob i wish i like you know i don't 
I have my own opinions about crying on the internet, but like that was a very vulnerable moment for me. Yeah. And that was gold for like every bit of parenting like knowledge I could have like spilled out in that mm-hmm. moment. It's but so beautifully that's also the done. Be- yeah, that's the beauty of it. Like being able to watch this with you, watch it with Jewel, and we're all just like learning it together. Yeah. Like it's, the way it's that dope. It, the way that it puts into perspective how fast time goes with little kids. Uh-huh. And how fast time goes as a family and like making quality memories together has been probably the biggest lesson out of all of this is that like you know I, I she's not going to be little forever. We're not going to have all this time to be creative and play pretend and do all of this stuff together. So, sure, there's a lot going on in the world right now, but we were actually watching – Jewel took a nap on the couch earlier. She Mm -hmm. always begs us to take a freaking couch nap. (laughs) And we're like, no, No. because you're not going to sleep. However, she got it today. Her and I both fell asleep on the couch, and Juan came home. And she was just knocked out. And we sat there, and she's just sleeping so peacefully. And we're looking at her sleep. She's just has so much ease on her face. And Mm -hmm. it really, like, moments like that where you can reflect on, like, everything that we've learned from this show to just be like, this is so worth it to just yeah. slow down and relax. Like, not everything needs to be on a thousand all the time. Especially considering we have sixty-five days. I don't even sixty-four. I don't even think it's that. Anyway, like we've been really harping on our relationship with Jewel, considering that like we only have two more months until it's no longer just Jewel. Mm-hmm. And you know, it really is kind of sad because we're like, wait, 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 like. I don't feel like I've had enough time. Like, yeah, well, like, Jewel just kind of got here, like, mm-hmm. and that it's it's sad. Like, as much as, like, we're super excited to expand our family, it's sad that this is the part of life, like, that, you know, everyone told me before, like, life doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, before you know it, I mean... In a brief episode, they did a time skip to when Bluey was like 16. And I was like, oh, no, stop. Not going to think about that. Like, But, man. They do that with uh, Bingo as well. Yeah. Yeah. So before, you know, we have these final moments with Jewel and then begin. I hope Jewel listens back to this one day. Yeah. Like, it listens to all these. I hope Theo does too. Like, yeah. Because, of course, we're going to have some stuff based around whatever we're going through when he gets here. But, like, Jewel Bluey changed our life. Mm-hmm. It sounds super dramatic, but I know you'll never forget it because we never will. Yeah. And we'll never let you forget it. Yeah. This will be that thing that's like a core memory that we uh-huh. constantly talk about yep. when she's older. Oh uh, Yeah, I'm talking directly to her. You're listening to this an hour <laughs> in. Like, I'm going to make you sit through it. You're going to sit through it one day. I know you will. Oh, my gosh. I know. I can't wait to see how they're going to play together. Like, once he gets big enough. Yeah. I hope that the creativity that we're trying to foster now only expands and that they, like, they do some crazy rug island shit. If I'm, (laughs) if my creativity has peaked now, I'm done for. Yeah. But I can't tell you how much fun I have 
doing all this nut shit. Yeah. Watching Jewel be an old lady is one of my it favorite things. It is so <laughs> fucking funny. She hunches over. And she's just always asking about, like, Sausage. can we get some sausages? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Jewel, let's go get some. She goes, oh, dearie. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Yes. So in the most dramatic way possible, Bluey has changed our life. Yep. We're so grateful for it. Get some in your life. Yeah. Take some lesson. Learn something now. Apply it if you're currently in the trenches of parenthood with us. And if you're not a parent, just enjoy it for your inner child. Yeah. Treat yourself. It's a delight to the senses. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't heard it yet, we hope you have a great day. We love you. Peace, love, and applesauce. Bye. Bye.